Hello, everyone, and welcome to issue number 190 of Woo! the Bad Johnny Funky Podcast. Yeah! Tonight, we're going to be stomping through Boston, New York, Japan, wherever the fuck Gene Gray destroyed things. Who really cares? <laughs> As we talk space. about the two big re- movie releases to happen during and after E3 2019, X-Men, Dark Phoenix, and Godzilla king of the monsters but before we do any of that let's see who's joining us today we have tv's casey let them fight and back from the ashes back from the dead now with maybe a little more spatial force inside of him the dark bearded menace the dark bearded menace (laughs) dave the bearded menace I can cast that here. Oh, God. <gasps> what have we done? What devilry? What has happened? And I'm your host for the <laughs> evening, Booster Greg. And now that we've gotten all of that business out of the way, gentlemen, X-Men, Dark Phoenix, what do you think? Ding dong, the witch is dead. The witch, all <laughs> no. witch. The wicked witch. Ding dong, the wicked witch is dead. Actually, she's alive if you stayed to watch the end of the movie. I didn't, but you I, might have. I, 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 I did, but yeah. <laughs> I did. Anyways. So, end of an era. This is going to be, I think, confirmed. Yeah. The yeah. last X-Men movie with the main X-Men cast. We're not. Yeah, they're still open there's... for uh, Deadpool 3, I'm sure, down the mm-hmm. road. And they're still... I wouldn't even call... <laughs> That's so, like... I don't know if I consider that the same canon. Sure, James McAvoy's in it and some of the other guys, he's, but like... He's X-Men adjacent. Yes, yes. And, and then we still have, of course, New Mutants maybe yeah. coming at some point in the future. I don't... I doubt it. I doubt it. <laughs> I, I don't think we're ever going to see that movie. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, Dark Phoenix. Is it any good? Uh, so, going into it, let me yeah. let me just go get through that real quick. Yeah, yeah. Going into it, I was trying to get excited because I got flashbacks of when it came on Fox years ago in the X-Men cartoon, yeah. you know, and it's like, cool, we're going to have like the the whole spaceship. They're like with the shuttle and all that stuff. They'll be in space. That's great. It's not just some like alternate personality that woke up in her like in X3, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be cool, you know, and like, sure, like Apocalypse was like lackluster. Maybe, maybe they'll surprise me, you know, so mm-hmm. wore my X-Men trainee jersey and like went there and like went to go check it out and Ah, like, I hate to say it, but, and I hate to say it this early, but this is something you should wait to see until it comes on, like, TNT or something. It's primetime nap movie. Yeah. There, There is a line in this film that I think sums up the entire thing. Kill me? No. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. Um, It's, you're always sorry, Charles, and there's always a speech, and nobody cares. (sighs) But, like... So here's here's the thing. So I I did not make it through the full of this movie. I I think I left about fifteen minutes left to spare. Um, it's just you're watching it and you're like, all right, this isn't as bad as like let's say X three, right? Or, but like, and and not quite as bad as uh, Wolverine Origins. But Ooh. nothing is nothing is worse than X Men Origins Wolverine. I think X three is worse than Wolverine Origins. I would Definitely. rather watch no. X Men. Wolverine. I would rather rather watch Wolverine Origins than X three, mainly because at least they got Deadpool right for the first five minutes. Okay. Yeah, and I'll it's give got you that. The Blob and some other nice little yeah. 
yeah. niche characters but you like, might not see otherwise. So I don't know what it is about movies and Dark Phoenix and why they just can't get their rack together. I think it's because maybe they try. I know to, exactly what it is. They, what they is need it? more than just a movie. No, dude, they need regular Phoenix. You need yes. the regular Phoenix yeah. saga before you can do the Dark Phoenix that's, saga. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. They need more than just one movie. They can't do you can't do Phoenix and Dark Phoenix all in the same fucking movie. It has right. to be no. at least at least two movies. At least so you can introduce yeah. like Phoenix the same way they introduce Dark Phoenix right now, and then have her do something at the end, die, whatever, and she comes back to Dark Phoenix. Then then it's a little bit better. There's exactly one good adaptation of the Dark Phoenix saga. And it's the X-Men cartoon yeah. from the 90s where they did an entire season yep. of Gene being the Phoenix and then an entire another season yep. of Gene being the Dark Phoenix and with the Shi'ar and putting him in space and all the stuff just like the book with some changes but nothing too off, like, too crazy. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean, this... My problem with this movie is that they set it up in the previous movie and felt the need to reset it up in this movie. yes because yeah. like at the end of apocalypse she kills apocalypse she becomes the phoenix you she see, manifests like, the fucking bird behind her yeah she already had it so she's melting walls in yeah her, her, sleep. Eye, her eyes were turning red and like all that stuff so there was no re or orange sorry there was no reason to retcon it no at all it's just i think kinberg really wanted to make a movie that was as close an adaptation as he could get Mm-hmm. to the dark phoenix saga so he does the whole thing where there's an accident in a shuttlecraft and they you know she absorbs all this energy and they pull her out of this explosion and then up oh, she's phoenix now but yeah it just it falls flat they they do the thing in space they're saving a bunch of astronauts fine but there, there's no crash landing there's no like actual thing of her rising up in the comics and the and the cartoon, she literally shoots out of the water in yeah. a burst of fire and a new costume, and her hair is all shiny. Yep. Like it, it's crazy. It's just there. There's a glamour to it, you know. And they and of course the movies don't do the whole thing where it's like, oh, she's you know really still at the bottom of the ocean and she's been replaced by like the Phoenix Force in the shape of her body, which is needlessly complicated, but it saves her from being a person who eats suns yeah. and gets away with it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, you know, uh, but then you got to think how much of this movie is bad because it's been reshot, right? Has it really? I didn't know that. Yeah. The whole, no apparently shit. the whole ending, the whole thing with the train was not in the original cut of the film. What was the thing with the no train? No shit. I did not make it that far. Oh, the so Gene flips out, right? Yeah. And like they're, you know, in the mansion or whatever. Yeah. And Magneto goes to confront her and the X-Men and the Brotherhood fight. Oh, the subway and, car? Yeah. Oh, I did see that. Right, yeah. yeah. So, so there, well, it's not really a subway car because it's out. It's outside. Oh, I, I thought he just pulled it from the ground because he's a badass. I thought yeah. it was like another like bridge scene that I also didn't care for. No, <laughs> so so okay. Look, so after Gene does this whole thing where she makes Professor Xavier walk up. A oh, wait, no, course. I know what Greg's talking about. He does pull a subway car from yeah, the ground, but, but they're not, two different scenes. It's a different train. <laughs> yeah. So so after Gene has this whole thing, which is really fucking mean, where she makes Professor Xavier walk up a flight of stairs. Oh God. That was fucking harsh. It was. Um, they all get rounded up and, you know, put in like they're shipping them off to a mutant internment camp. Mm. But then all the aliens attack, you know, Jessica Chastain's species of they're supposed to be broccoli people, but I guess they're just shapeshifters here. Like, who cares? <laughs> they attack the train. The collars come off. They get all their powers. They fight the aliens. And then Gene lifts the whole thing up and down. And 
It's it's stupid. Yeah. Why is there a fight on a train? Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of things that are wrong with this movie that just. I mean, there's a couple like maybe one or two things that were right. Um, Cyclops has heat vision still. How hard is this to get right? Very. It's concussive blast. Very. It's yeah. Very hard to get right. There's no heat. He just it's he hits heat. you with punches from the punch dimension. Yeah. It's no just, like it's it's. So They're red punches out of his eyes. The thing, the thing that bothered me about this movie is they would introduce stuff and talk about stuff that just didn't matter at all. They just were just talking about it. Um, beginning of the movie, talking about the Blackbird jet, and Beast is worried or Hank is worried about like he won't be able to like, go into space and sustain anything. But it doesn't become a factor. It just goes into space and it's fine. Yeah. Um, I just felt like that was like a wasted point of dialogue. It's like, why is that necessary? Quicksilver is in this for like six seconds and then he's he gets- gone. Bodied into a coma. Yeah, then he's gone. It's like, okay, cool. You introduced like the cool character again, and he did the same fucking thing he did and in the first two movies. And he's actually on the team this time. Yeah, he's actually yeah. on the team. Did the same thing he did in the first two movies. He's actually a bit more powerful in this way. And then he's gone. Like, no longer there. Um, one of the biggest scripts I have, I don't know what not many other people do, but the biggest scripts I have is, it's supposed to take place in the 90s. But nothing about this movie says 90s. Like, unless 90s style is contemporary now, so it's easier for me to see it nowadays, no one's dressed like they're in the 90s. Yeah, but, where's Magneto's flannel vest in Genosha? But, but you see what I mean, though? Like, he's not, no, like, no one's, like, like I'm looking at, like, video now that Greg's playing of, like, Jean Grey. That's something you can buy today at, like, a fucking Target. Well, everything's you know? in style now. Yeah. I know, but still, like, it doesn't scream 90s. Nothing no, about I, I what mean, she's like, wearing screams it. I don't think it needs to scream 90s to take place in the 90s. Like, this, the setting is not, like, one of the gripes that I have with it. It's mainly just, like, the bastardization of all of the characters. Like, and, yeah. and the ones that I'm not even yeah. big, like, I don't really care about Mystique. Like, it's very hard to make me look at Mystique and go, I don't like that. And Oh, I did like one thing that. about Mystique, What's and that? that's her she dying? got killed in the first half of yeah. the film. Yeah. I didn't have to see her for the rest of it. It was so great. God, um, she was such an uppity bitch in this. Like she, she bothered so the fuck uppity. out of me. There was what, what was that one? The one line she said. It was like, "Oh, I got." When no, was no, the last time you ever sacrificed la- anything, Charles? No, it wasn't. Oh that. no, not even, not even that. It's, it's. Oh, and by the way, there all is. the women save all the you men on this team. You fucking read my mind. You oh, should God. call it the ex women. Yeah. And it's right after the last person who got saved. Yep. It's Nightcrawler saving Jean from space. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like what? It's if so you're gonna bad. put a line in there. You have to put in that one that has been going around in fan communities forever where it's the best X-Men are women. Yeah. Which is true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Come on. Wolverine. You really think about well, it. I if think Wolverine did... is undoubtedly the best X-Men. I don't know. Listen. Rogue. Rogue's Shadowcat. Right. Storm. She's all right. Storm. Yeah. Storm, Storm, I would say Storm. Not my cup of tea. Not your cup of tea. Not my cup of tea. Not Psylocke of tea. is great. I'll give you that. Psylocke is great. Yeah. But I mean, but no one will ever top the king of the X-Men. If you say Cyclops, I'm going to punch you in the, the nose. The number one fan favorite. Gambit. I knew it. He's a Gambit. <laughs> this is it. You know what? I thought we were going to last until the 200th episode. I really did, guys. I did. I tried. I really tried. But you know what? You start slinging things around like, Gambit's an okay guy. Gambit's kind of cool. I love Gambit. I've always loved Gambit. Fuck you. The ladies <laughs> love Gambit. LL Cool Gambit. That's hey, for the ladies that listen to the show, did you know that part of Gambit's power is that his eyes can date rape you? Wait, True what? facts. Oh, yeah. He has a hypnotic charm. 
as part of his mutant power. No shit. You can look it up. Gambit's a straight up. No, I believe you. I believe you. If, you. if you're telling me this, I believe you. But I hate Gambit. Gambit's a goddamn narc. There's nothing good about Gambit. Gambit's amazing. He st- he helps homeless children. No, he doesn't. He does. And ultimately, he helps no he one. He, his main focus is the teeth and the thieves guild. <laughs> That's all he's got. <laughs> Anyways, good thing they didn't have him in this movie because they would have oh, fucked thank that God. up too. Thank um, God that like, yeah, not only the, is he not in this movie, that one of the things that they did right in this movie, like super dead. One of the things they did right in this movie, kind of, sort of, for me was obviously killing Mystique just to get her out of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just hated how Cyclops was like her lapdog for the most part. Like Cyclops would be the leader of the X Men. Come his. back to me, Jean. Yeah, and he's like, I, I, I kind of like kissable, I, supple lips. Like I like that she like got killed and then there was a gave like Cyclops uh, like almost like a uh, an opening to become that leader. Yeah. But he kind of sort of never does. He, he still just already. If this is ten years after, yeah, Apocalypse, he should be the leader. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's weird to see Mystique giving them orders. Yeah. It's so weird. It was probably in her contract. She's like, I'll do only do this movie if I can be leader of the X-Men. Like, but like, but even away. even in a scenario where Cyclops isn't the most experienced X-Man, like X-Men Evolution, yeah. which turns everything on its head where Wolverine and Storm are X-Men before he ever is, mm-hmm. he's still the leader of like the team. Right. Because yeah. they're in just a mentorship role. Yeah. You know? They they still make it work. It's just ugh. I just I, I just hate it. The the other thing that I really didn't like is just the portrayal of Charles Xavier in this movie and how like oh he's a dick he's he's like it's he's pompous he's in it for the yeah. glory that's not Professor X like I was okay with like brooding Professor X yes right like I'm I agree I, I understand that he has a lot to be upset about yeah but like this whole. Thank you, Mr. President. You know, I'm not saying we're not superheroes. Oh, God. But I'm definitely saying we're oh, superheroes. Please tell me this wasn't in the comics, but the fucking X-Phone. That's, uh, that was, I don't actually know for sure. But, I mean, I know at some point they're, he's like, they're not on bad terms with the government. But Xavier isn't revealed as, like, a, an out mutant until, like, the 2000s. Oh, really? No shit. Yeah. He like he kept that shit under wraps, which I mean, you know, listen, the guy's a huge hypocrite, like whatever. Mm. But, you know, uh, the X-Men are like the last resort of people to call like when you need yeah. assistance because it's like, yeah. oh, come on. Like you're telling me the Fantastic Four and the Avengers and literally any of the dozen independent superheroes in New York can't help me right now. Yeah. Then you call the X-Men. Yeah. Um. I mean, this was kind of a nice change, though, in that you get to see that, like, mutant relations are at a point where, you know, they are the Avengers of their world because there's no other superheroes. But, like, when you see that, you just know it's going to devolve really yeah. quickly. Pun Listen, intended. Y- you could predict this movie end-to-end. The trailer gave everything away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even certain lines they fucking said, you can like, kind of predict. Like, they foreshadowed, like, the shit out of this, and it's, like, bad foreshadowing. As soon as like, I saw really bad. her split Magneto's helmet in four pieces, I'm like, Why? Mm-hmm. Why yeah. don't you give us a cool moment where you have Gene against Magneto? Like, yeah, Magneto is bullshit, stupid, powerful. Yeah, he like people are like, oh, he lifts metal. It's like, no, he manipulates the electromagnetic magnetic spectrum. Okay, mm-hmm. he makes force fields. He he could just be, he could practically bend gravity around you. He could bend light. Okay, they he, definitely it's depowered insane. him in this movie. Yeah, like he was zero threat. Like she shows up to like. 
go see how he stopped murdering people. And his answer was like, I just stopped. I, I asked the government for a bunch of sweet land <laughs> and I decided to just fuck off. <laughs> and Meanwhile, in the back of my mind, I'm like, Magneto is never content. No. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. when he has like when he's in the comics, when he's got Genosha, like he's still fixing to expand. Like that's not the end of it. Yeah. Like mutants aren't going to be the supreme race of the world on a tiny island that's smaller than madagascar yeah yeah it's like all you've done is put us in a corner and what's more dangerous than a cornered fox nothing it's true you know i want fucking magneto on a goddamn rampage i want this guy like he he floats down from the atmosphere because he's got his fucking asteroid space base yeah. And he dunks a nuclear submarine and he's like, there are a hundred men I will kill if my demands are not met. And I'm going to kill them anyway if my demands are met because <laughs> I want nuclear weapons to threaten humanity. That's Magneto's game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't care that he's like, like, he, yeah, he's a Holocaust victim. He's survived the literal worst of it. But you know what? He's also become everything that he hates. That's why Magneto is so cool because he has an understandable reason for being a shitty dude. He's come from the worst scenario you can ever imagine, and he's become almost as great a monster as the people that used to persecute him. There's yeah. so much here. You don't retire, Magneto. <laughs> come on. So, so, like, this is one of those things where it's like you don't know how long he's been there for as well. It could be uh, like a couple. It's of years. a minimum of ten years because he didn't have it in the last movie. Well, no, 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 no. Minimum of ten years because that's how many times I'm sorry. I say a minimum of at least like. Six or seven. I was I was thinking like five, to be honest. Yeah, because it probably took him some time to like actually get the land, to stop yeah. being chased, to develop it, do all the stuff. So I'll go with Greg. Let's say he's been there for at least five years. Yeah. Okay. Just for I mean, sake of argument. And, and to answer your question, Casey, the only thing more dangerous than a cornered fox are two cornered foxes. Oh, yes. Of course. <laughs> or a room of cornered foxes. Or a goat. Or a goat. You know, but you, you brought up a pretty solid point that almost <laughs> none of the X-Men are, are done right this movie. Yeah. It, it's all yeah. just like, oh, explain this to me. I know we've okay. gotten off of Jennifer Lawrence, but I need to jump Look, back Look, there's only so minute. so much you can complain about Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, I, I have an I just thought of another point. Why is she blue in public and not blue in the mansion? Yes, dude. Like, right. there's like, that, that was like my biggest audible groan in this fucking movie. Which like, I'm watching this. I'm sure I'm like a bunch of people. And when she turned human, I was just like, oh, at least dye your hair. Yeah, I guess, guess she didn't want to show up and wear makeup for this scene. Oh, my God. One would like, think it would be at least the other way around. Yeah. yeah. Like that would have made sense. I would have been angry about it, but it would have made sense. Yeah, no, I agree. But such an audible. I do like everyone in the theater stared at me when I did that. Like, I mean, as loud as I did it now, maybe yeah. a little louder. I was like, oh, why? Are you still why? I listen. Surgeon in the chat brought up a great point that there's this time when Beast is still not blue. How are you overlooking the greatest part of Henry McCoy's character and that he's easily one of the most charismatic, wonderful people in all of the X-Men? Mm-hmm. And his greatest problem is that he's a blue furry ape man he's all the time. Bear. Yeah. Like, again, you hate to keep going back to the 90s cartoon, which didn't get everything right, but it at least got the a basics. chunks. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you you have him be this this great bouncing off the walls, personable scholar among the X Men, but then when he goes out in the real world, he's faced with the crushing realization that he's still a freak. Mm. Yeah, 
despite being the most cultured scientific genius on the team. It's like, you make him transform back, there's nothing. What reason does he have to be so angry that he goes over to the Brotherhood? Oh, Um, Mystique's dead? That's it? Yeah. Yeah. You've dedicated your 30 years helping Xavier's dream come to fruition. You were the only one that ever stood by him when he was at his lowest low in Days of Future Past. No, The only one, but no. As soon as Mystique dies, that's it. Who cares? Yeah. Because you know why? No. You know why? Because it goes back to the whole high school principal when, like, you had a crush. You never said anything to her, but you always, like, liked her. And all of a sudden, like, she started dating, like, the football star. You became, like, a dick to everyone for, like, a week. That's exactly what happened. Well, he does have a neck beard, so. You know? Like, he never got he never got his dick wet by Mystique. It pissed him off because now she's dead. And he's like, well, fuck everyone. I'm going to just listen to, like, good Charlotte from now on. It's dumb. It's all. I mean, and it's also dumb that Magneto even has a brotherhood. Yeah. Because he's retired. What do you <laughs> yeah. mean? Just scoop all these guys up. It's like, oh, yeah, you. Uh, what are you, an energy vampire? Yeah, come on. We're going to go kill somebody. <laughs> like, these people have all come to live with you to live in peace away from society. Yeah. And you're just going to be like, yeah, no, fuck it. Let's incite So here, here's my question for you guys. Because I, 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 I obviously didn't look it up. And me and Jen and I were having this discussion like earlier about Beast. Okay. Originally, Beast had, he was still Monkey Man, but he had human skin, correct? Yeah, he looked like a regular guy with giant hands and hands feet. and giant feet. Yeah. So, at what point did he become blue? Now, was that something that was done that was like an artistic taste of what he I should believe... look like, or did something actually happen where it made him blue with the fur? I, th- I know it. Do you want to? You go talk? for it. I might okay, so he uh, he was just experimenting in his lab. Yeah, the movie. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. First class got that pretty right. Yeah, where he was just like experimenting. I think he was he was trying to cure himself. Yeah, and it just got and it got it, worse. Haywire. It got worse. Yeah. First he was gray and furry. Yeah, and then he was blue and furry. Yeah, huh? And then eventually it regressed. He became a normal looking guy again when he was on X Factor, mm-hmm. and then he was a blue ape again, and then he was a blue cat. Well, that and was then when he was the secondary gorilla. mutations kicked in. Yeah, yeah. And now I think he still might be a gorilla. I think he's, yeah, he's not a cat anymore. He's not a cat. He's, he's definitely cat not the the old like werewolf looking yeah yeah beast. It's you know he's gone through a lot of changes, um. But I mean it's all like he, it's still a part of his character. He's never had that manual ability to change back. Right. You know he's not like a sa- he's not like a Sasquatch from Alpha Flight or something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. You know he's in mode lock. Which like is the like the thing. Yeah, that's that's his deal. Like he. I, the whole time I'm watching this movie, like the effects are obviously great, right? The action scenes for what they are are great, but it's that's not why it's you underwhelming watch. compared to Avengers. I mean, yes, yes. oh that's, god. If, Look, if you have to take like when you're watching these movies, though, like it's very hard to do, but you have to take yourself out of the MCU because it's definitely here, well, its own deal. Here, here's here's why I refute that. Why I understand that you have to take yourself out of MCU. MCU has that Disney polish, that Disney money, yeah, like. I get that. But the thing that pissed me off the most is when we started having like the super powered beatdown. Um they did those like those choppy like it's too dark. Too dark. Oh sure. Choppy camera cuts, choppy edits, which I Why fucking does it have hate. To be at night? Wh- yeah. Why? Like in, in the Marvel movies, and I'll give you a perfect example, when Black Widow's fighting Bucky in Civil War, mm-hmm. it's you can see everything that's going on. They would do like the quick camera cuts here and there. But you can still see what's going on. But again, you're comparing wonderful movies to this. 
I'm comparing fight scenes. That's a difference. It's I just said take yourself out of the MCU and you're putting the yourself ba- the right bar, smack in the, the middle of it. The like, bar from- I'm just looking at like because I can say the same thing about like freaking like martial arts movies from like from from China like Chinese martial arts movies like Ip Man something like that. Yeah, it's like American made fight movies yeah. where again. They do those like shitty camera angles, chopping this, chopping that. We really can't see the action. It's like, what the fuck is going on? It's dark. You know, it's trying to make it more gritty, more cool looking. When really, as us, we want to see like this, like John Wick, for instance. John Wick, you see everything that's going on, even when it's dark. Yeah, you see everything that's going yeah, on. Yeah, they're also you know, not going to put that polish on this movie. When you go into this movie, you know you're getting a shit show. But it's but just still, a, it's, it's just like if I'm if I'm gonna see like if I'm gonna see the X Men these mutants fight, yeah. I want to see them fight. I want to see this, you're, not just shitty. We're shitty not gonna cuts. do. We're not gonna get that, especially out of Fox now. <laughs> especially since like this is the last one, and they're just like whatever, push it out. We've already spent a lot of money into it. Who cares? Yeah. Just like deliver this horrendous mutated baby. That that exact reason is why this is my least favorite X Men movie. And it's it also so made nice. me realize how much Hugh Jackman as Wolverine carries those early. Oh movies. yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Big time. Hundred yeah. percent. Um, huge listen, jacked man. It's it's too. It's I'm grateful that we've gotten enough out of Michael Fassbender to be honestly my favorite Magneto. Well, we only have two to choose from. Yeah. Well, yes, but you know, listen, when when your first one is Ian McKellen, I think it's it's pretty wild that you have somebody that can even somewhat compare well it's a he's definitely a different magneto as well like a a little bit i I agree with you i'm not like arguing i I think fassbender is a great magneto i think he's definitely the best actor in these films i also think he does the best Eh. job with what he's given it can go back and forth i think with mcavoy well that's the thing like they're two like classy trained actors like no matter what shit script you give them they're gonna give it the best they got yeah I guess, but, you know, everybody, th- this whole movie is just, it's it's mediocre. Everybody's phoning in their performance. At best, mediocre. At best. Yeah. They're phoning it in. They're like, I'm contracted for to do three X-Men movies. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing three X-Men movies. There's not going to be any more after this. There's no contract extensions. Like, I would honestly, I've been an actor for five years now doing these films or whatever, you know, six years. I'm ready to move on to something else. You know, it's like Chris Evans. It's like, would I love to see him in another Captain America movie? Sure. But is the guy now beyond acting? Like, he wants to do directing? I'm sure. Yeah. You know? And I feel like a lot of these actors, it's the same kind of thing. You know, like, Ty Sheridan is hot off of doing two of these and Ready Player One. Like, he's, I'm sure that he's like, can I do, like, another serious movie? Like, yeah. You know? Fucking Eggsy from Kingsman went on to be Elton John in a biopic. Like, <laughs> give me like, I'm nothing against comic book movies, but I'm I'm sure that after a while you really get sick of it when you just don't like nobody cares. The directors don't care, yeah. the producers don't care, the other actors don't care. You're you're showing up for a paycheck. Yeah, and it's it's exhausting. Like why 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 should I sit through this movie that you're making? I'm a huge fan. I'm just going in to be disappointed, like now. Yeah, I hate it. If you said, if you told me, you know, fifteen or sixteen years ago, whenever X two came out, that they would make eight more movies and only two of them would be good, I'd be oh, like, God. "Are you kidding?" Yeah, it's the X Men. How do you mess that up? Quite easily. They're obviously. the most. Again, before 2008, and not counting Spider-Man, they're the most recognizable characters in all of comic books. Yep. Hugely popular. Yep. By anyone, just off the street. Yep. Like, run it, just, they they ran it into the ground, 
it's not terrible. It's just sad and depressing how mediocre it is. Yeah. And that's the worst part of it all. I think for me, this movie just like, I didn't even want to see it, to be honest. I was just not going to see it. I didn't see it in theaters. I was just not going to see it, period. Like, at all. <laughs> I was just going to be like, you know what? Forget it and, like, let you guys kind of have at it. But, I mean, ultimately, I just, like, couldn't do that. But, like, it's just this is the caliber of movie that Fox was putting out for X-Men. Yeah. I look so, forward. Um, I see every single comic book movie in theaters. And I, yeah. for the most part, look forward to it. Dude, actually. this is how I justify it. I saw Elektra in theaters. I did not see Elektra in theaters. What? What? What could be worse? Yeah. That okay. I that Fair. I've paid less money for. Yeah. Seriously. Fair. But I was listening to um I Dave. saw Ghost Rider in theaters. You can go much yeah, worse. There is well. redeemable charm to both of those movies. <laughs> <laughs> They're awful, but they are fun and I was, stupid. I was listening to uh David Tennant's podcast. He had just Jennifer Gardner on. Oh, and he was talking about the Marvel movies and like her experience, and she goes, Well, it's probably different now because they're actually good now. Ooh. <laughs> I was like, this is amazing. That's that funny. was great. Um, but yeah, so I think ultimately we can all kind of agree. X-Men, Dark Phoenix, watch it on TNT on a rainy day. Yeah. It's the it's the end of an era. R.I.P. X-Men films, 2000 to 2019. I'm really hoping we get some 90s era X-Men in the MCU next. That would be so really do cool. I. It's not hard, folks. It's really not hard. It's really not. I have a feeling we're not going to get that, though. We're probably going to get modern X-Men, but, you know, Just, they'll still do it. Yeah, I don't know, man. Disney Disney knows their audience pretty well, so maybe we might. Who the knows? reason why we'll, I say they're probably not going to go for 90s again is because it would be too confusing. We'll, for the we'll all consumer. be huge babies being upset about any X-Men announcements until we hear who's playing Wolverine. It's true. And then we're just going to be all it better not be Keanu Reeves. all over again. Just saying. <laughs> don't not not Keanu Reeves. I want him in everything, but not as Wolverine. Cast I'd be okay f- with Tom Hardy. Tom God Hardy's a little dude. Cast, he's stocky. Yes, cast a short man. Yeah. Get a yeah. proper short man in the role. They could be angry. They probably won't be Tom Hardy either because he's a venom. Get Glenn Danzig, damn it. <laughs> so do you know so this is like going like this is some good trivia for you guys. Like this is going back like early nineties. Oh, um man. Casey you might know this, but in the early 90s, like 93, 94, they wanted to make an X-Men movie. And they were talking talks about it. Yeah. Do you know who they had? Cat- There's two people they actually considered for the role of Wolverine. Both tiny guys and both kind of stocky. Now, you're talking actual casting, not Wizard Magazine fan casting. Actual casting. They were in talks for it. All right. Like back me. in the early 90s. Hit me. Uh, Jack Nicholson. That would be amazing. No. We're talking early '90s though. Yeah, but, Jack Nicholson, Jack Nicholson, but the other one, the well other one, and it would have been great because he's a small, stocky guy. Um, Mel Gibson. That I, that was a I fan see Mel Gibson too. as Wolverine. But they had they, he was approached for it though. He I mean, was approached. He is they gave, very. Angry. They gave Wolverine kind of an Australian accent in the original cartoon. Yeah. Because like um, there was a Fantastic Four movie that came out in the early '90s, and I'm sure we've see, all seen it, where it was like the Roger Corman one. Yep, thing was How in a big I foam forget? suit. It wasn't that bad when you watch it now, like because we've been in so much in like the Marvel universe where it's like things can be kind of goofy and tacky, and you kind of like it. Like it wasn't that bad watching it now, um, but they considered it around that point. It's like you know what, we can make an excellent movie. Mel Gibson would be pretty good, or Jack Nicholson, one of these two like little tiny dudes. You God. know, I just not not Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson hot off hot off of 1989's Batman, top oh, billing in that movie. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I don't know. 
but I just think it would be like I could just see him just be like <laughs> going to like the chat like Jason Momoa like, as um, Wolverine no but but Boss Logic recently did a, a, a painting of him as Sabretooth which I would be okay with yeah depending oh as Momoa as Sabretooth yeah yeah that'd be really fucking bomb. that'd be fun yeah. that'd, I'd be okay with that especially the height difference he's like what six five six no maybe like yeah six five yeah Compared to anyone who's like 5'5", five, five, that'd be an amazing height difference for a fucking fight. Yeah, yeah. that'd be incredible. Um, yeah. Underwhelming ending to an underwhelming series. Which should not have been underwhelming, to say the least. Do yourself a favor, just go watch Logan and remember the better times of when yeah. you were a child and didn't <laughs> think that X3 was maybe the worst thing you've ever seen. Don't watch Dark Phoenix, just watch Logan and let it end with that. Yeah. That's it. Let it die as it should have. Let, yep. let it die the same way it began with Hugh Jackman. With Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Oh. All right. Moving along. Oh. We have. Oh, my eyes. The. <laughs> What's. Put your glasses back on. Commit, <laughs> Casey. Commit. Get back into character, Casey. The bit is over, the bit's not a bit is never over. bit is not over. The bit is over. King of the Monsters. Godzilla. Yes. We got Seven. Kaiju that we saw, right? Uh, yeah, something like a that. handful and some change of monsters. Godzilla. We got King Coach King Taylor. King we King. got Bradley Whitford. We got L. We got the whole the gang's all here apparently. Mm-hmm. Rick from Rick and Morty. Rick. What do you guys think Wait. of of? Oh, well, Casey, what what were you what were your thoughts going into this movie? Because you're a big uh, Godzilla fan. Honestly, this looked like it would be the greatest Godzilla movie ever made. And was it the greatest Godzilla movie ever made? Yes. Really? Without really? question. You think oh, so? Completely. Absolutely. Okay. Why? Yeah. So so here's the thing. Yeah. Classic Godzilla formula, right? Yeah. Especially for, you know, look, none of these, there are no good, quote unquote, Godzilla movies mm-hmm. except for the original 1954 one. Except for Matthew Broderick. No. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely not. There are a ton of fun Godzilla movies. Um, like but the none, one with Matthew Broderick. Like the one? With, no. <laughs> Still no. 1998's Godzilla, no good, sir. Um, the plot is pretty simple. Godzilla shows up briefly at the beginning. Mm. You've got a lot of human stuff, right? Godzilla appears up briefly again. They introduce the villain. The villain goes on a rampage. And then maybe the last 20 minutes of the movie is Godzilla fighting the bad guy and winning the day, as it were. Mm-hmm. Um all the movies are like this, except for Final Wars, where it's just Godzilla fighting stuff all the way to the end, which was my favorite. Like Matthew Broderick's Godzilla. Can we put a moratorium on the 1998 Godzilla movie? Never. Please? Never. Roland Emmerich it's is rolling bit. in his grave. It's my new bit. And he's still alive. Okay, okay, um, okay. I won't mention Matthew Broderick's Godzilla Look for the rest of the, the show. Thank you. You're welcome. So, Greg won't, but... Uh, and that brings me to 1998's Matthew Broderick Godzilla. <laughs> no. Um, 2014's Godzilla was the first time Godzilla had been in a film since 2003. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked it well enough, but the main criticism, and we could all say it together, mm-hmm. not enough monster fights. Yes. Hank but, Azaria. Oh, monster Hank's, fights. No. But it played, listen, it played to the formula of your classic Godzilla film where he's barely in it. You see glimpses of him and then he's pretty much dominating the last 10, 15 minutes of the movie. This one had him front and center so goddamn much 
Like, they did little teaser fights before the big showdown at the end of the movie, but Godzilla was present. He was here. You mm -hmm. got to see his entire body. He had a girlfriend. He had a girl... Well, a wife. Tomato, tomato. They are king and queen of the monsters, not king But did they have an official ceremony? Yeah. Was she? Was she like that same... Was Mothra like that same type of thing back in the old movies? I don't remember. No. They didn't call her queen of the monsters, but she was always a beneficial kind of kaiju. Um, so she, she was there was like a symbiotic thing though between her and Godzilla. Yeah, I mean she could like heal him and stuff, but he yeah. mostly killed her like at least twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah Godzilla is not a great guy to have as a husband. Yeah. However, if you have seen my Twitter, you may notice I have loved a lot of fan art of them smooching, which is weird. And it's Ellen said weird. it was really weird. Yeah. And in hindsight, it might be a little weird. Kinda but you weird. know what? I love it. I love Godzilla and Mothra giving each other cute monster kisses. You have a female me. body pillow, don't you? I might. <laughs> I might. Actually, I have three body pillows, and each one is a different King Ghidorah head. So, um, the best thing about this movie is how true it stays to a lot of the old Godzilla stuff. Yeah. Like, they merge a whole bunch of, of things. Like, you know, Godzilla feeds on nuclear energy. He mm -hmm. gets his power from a nuclear bomb. Mm -hmm. um, a nuclear bomb totally recharges him. They try to kill him with an oxygen destroyer. His main turf is underwater. If he's got to fight somebody underwater, he's the dominant man about town. Yeah. He Which literally is the king of the monsters. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. King Ghidorah is an alien. What does he like to do? Shape a world so he could destroy the shit out of it. Yeah. Uh, they introduce a whole really cool animal hierarchy to the whole thing. You know? The humans actually do something, and they're not the worst. The bad guy from Game of Thrones was the bad guy in this movie. Charles Dance. <laughs> Talk about your classically trained actors being in a goofy, stupid movie. Dude, he reminded me. I don't know why, but the way he was acting in this reminded me a lot of like Tarkin. Yeah. Yeah. He he does have that like those uh, cheeks and the gaunt, gaunt like the, the, the stuff he was saying walking around. He really doesn't do much. He's in the background. He just insults. Yeah. You know, that's like a yeah. very Tarkinish type of uh, character right there. Yeah. It's got a great plan. Just let the monsters overtake the earth by mm -hmm. summoning them all at once. Mm -hmm. You know, like the things I liked about this was, I mean, like you said, Casey, like Godzilla's front and center. Um, he almost had like a gangster walk every single time he showed oh, up to fight. Like he just did like this, like big boy, chubby swagger, right? Like this shuffle, like I'm going to fuck oh, you up. It's so good. Um, and I liked the beginning a lot where, we got to see Dr. Uh, um, Emma Russell, Dr. Emma Russell, like um, Vera Farmig for Farmiga's, Farmiga's character. Sorry. Um, she's like a survivor of the original attack and her son died. And now she's working with Monarch to almost avenge her son in a kind of way. That's how we we're working at it pretty much. Like I thought that was kind of like it was interesting kind of look thing. Everything human related was bullshit, in my opinion. Everything. I mean, the beginning was great. I liked the beginning. I liked the beginning until I saw until I started taking over the entire fucking movie. The, the like, only not bullshit thing, in my opinion, about the humans is the fact that Ice Cube's kid was in it. Right? What? Like, he was pretty cool. Yeah. He was Although, one of the, um, sh the soldiers. Oh, yeah. was he the quippy one? He was the quippy black guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that was... Look at him. He looks exactly... He looks like a younger, thinner Ice Cube. Listen, man. You never want to assume when it comes to the Ice Cubelets. <laughs> he okay. he literally played his dad in straight out of comedy. <laughs> um but yeah, I mean like you have like that whole setup was fine. And then you have um 
But it kept going. Well, you have Kyle Chandler, right? Who's the exact opposite. Who's just like, I don't want anything to do with it. Just like, yeah, they could all go fuck themselves. This sucks. And I'm shouting all the time. I'm going to go take pictures of wolves. That's what I'm going to yeah. do with my life. Fuck my family. And the it's just like he has this change of heart in the movie for no reason. Correct. For literally, like, it's, just, it's just like, you know what? We should keep them alive. And it's like you five seconds ago, you're just like. Kill them all. Uh, actually, his motivation for doing it, I'm sure, is just to spite his ex-wife, which I'm sure we can all appreciate. I mean, they should have made that a little more obvious. <laughs> they should have made it a little more. A little more obvious. Uh, I don't know, man. I just... Listen, when you've watched, what, 37, 39 Godzilla films yeah. now, um, you start to kind of flip through the human parts because you know that they're just a necessary thing I, I agree i agree like in any any godzilla movie like there's a human element that's needed just to progress the story yeah um and it breaks up like the whole monster fighting but with this it was just too much way too much and yeah. as much as like front and center godzilla was for certain parts you really didn't see too much of the fights it would be like they're start to fight it's like oh sweet they're gonna like jump up and you get to watch the little humans run around like on their feet it's like that bothered me it's like we've watched decades of Godzilla movies with some asshole in a fucking suit. Okay, I, I'm using the wrong words. A guy in a suit and a puppet flying through the air. Yeah. We've seen years of this. And now we have like technology, the CG technology to actually see them fight how they were originally envisioned to fight. And we're watching the humans walk around their feet. So like, here's the thing is like, I agree with what Serge is saying right now in the chat where like, I wouldn't mind the humans if it was, if it was a good story. And I, yeah. I'm a hundred percent behind that. Or even if like, I think storytelling has come far enough in any format that we use for entertainment to where we could center it primarily around the monsters and have it work. Correct. It's just, they have like too much going on with the humans. Like they have too many, in my opinion, recognizable people in here. Like I don't, need 11 from stranger things in this movie yeah that's and even she wasn't so great like i don't know i feel like she just didn't she, she just literally i don't know every everything about well not everything 99 percent of the things about the humans just pissed me off or bored me fortunately yeah. when i saw it in theaters i was like one of few people in the theater and i was sitting in the back row so when it was like this time with like the people and they're doing their little talking with their emotions and all that i just took on my phone and started playing the game I was like, I don't need yeah. to see this. I know exactly where this is leading. Um, that being said, the monster fights were really well done. They're so when good, you got to see them, yeah. destroyed your hometown. They were, yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, um, it was goodbye Red Sox, baby. Yeah, it was refreshing to see something like different monsters all at the same time. Like usually, when you see one of these monster movies, you get to see maybe a couple. Right? Yeah, and they're not like names that you know. It's just like like you have Who the, the, fuck the nameless is Baragon. <laughs> you have like the nameless kaiju in Pacific Rim, or like maybe you get, you know, a couple space whales for lack of a better term in Avengers, and that's about it. Yeah. Yes. But this we got King Ghidorah, right? We got yeah. um, Dan Mothra, Mothra, Godzilla. Oh, I can't. He's my favorite. I can't remember his name right now. The mammoth guy? No. Volcano chicken. Oh, uh, oh, God. Rodan. Rodan. That is Rodan. Rodan was amazing. He looked like a Muppet. He looked like Jim Henson created him. (laughs) That's amazing. You're right. right. That was like, as soon as like, 
I rem- like I've heard of Rodan, but I never like I don't think I've ever seen like his. Oh, Rodan movie. sucks. He was so like cool he's in just this, a piece. He's like the gambit of fucking giant monsters. So he's amazing. Jesus, against Casey. All the no, it's like you never know whose side he's on. He's, <laughs> he's a, Cajun chicken. He's a <laughs> sneaky little son of a bitch. Yeah, he's when, Cajun chicken. When he took off, where is he in Brazil? Or Mexico? I think Mexico. Mexico. When yeah. he took off and it, like the the earth just scorched Dude, behind him. Dude, that was incredible. Yeah, so he's like cool. he's got like lava for blood. It's yeah. I love it. It was like shit, what's worse? Leaving him in the fucking volcano or having him take off? Either way, shit's getting destroyed. There is no yeah. there is no win-win situation in this. It's like no. do you want everything destroyed or 90% destroyed? Yeah. Like there's no win. And and just know? to address something in the chat, Rodan is not Godzilla's bro. He's totally Rodan his bro. is a punk ass bitch. He's his bro. Who kneels before whoever's the biggest monster in charge? Which I can't blame him for. But still, what a <laughs> what a punk ass bitch. I wanted like he he was going after Mothra, and as soon as he kneels before Godzilla at the end of the movie, he's like, "Oh Godzilla, oh I'll suck your dick!" And Godzilla's just like, "Yeah, yeah, I bet you will." No, Rodan like, is the fucking get out of here. Rodan is the waspinator of the king of the oh king of monsters. Yeah, yes, he is. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's amazing for it. Fucking. Such a sneaky, he's just a, such a sneaky little shitlord. You can't help but like enjoy seeing him. So I, I just like, I was so happy with his design. Like I just can't get over it because that, like yeah. you have this, like the way he he comes out of the volcano. It's just like you think it's gonna be this like beautiful like crazy phoenix thing, and it's just like a lava like, turkey. Oh god, yeah. fuck this shit! Like <laughs> I was like, that's amazing. It's like everybody fly away from Rodan. It's like all right, we're flying in formation. It's like no, he's just gonna spin, and then he does. <laughs> yeah. Um, King Ghidorah was really cool too. I I liked how all of the heads had different personalities. I yeah, love that the left that was head dope. was such a fucking idiot <laughs> <laughs> that nobody likes. It was so funny. <laughs> Oh man! Um, I just imagine the the like the third head is like, hey, like what's going on over here? What's happening, guys? Like what's what's going? And then the middle head is just like, can you shut the fuck up for like two seconds? For one second, we've Kevin. been unfrozen for the first time in literally fifty million years. But I'm just saying, I'm hungry. He's like, they got like little lasers. Like we got that. Like we can breathe lasers. They got little gun lasers. It's like, shut up, Kevin. <laughs> God damn I, I like how it's that last head too when they're all like shooting at him it just looks down at him and it's just like hey they got little pew pews yeah you see this over <laughs> and here? of course he's also the one that gets torn off in the middle of the movie yeah yeah and it's like he's Rip. trying to grow back and they have to help him like grow back too it's like this idiot i, I the thing like- I, I find amazing is that especially with the soldier i i understand but with the soldier especially it's like these things can literally take a fucking like tomahawk missile to the face yeah and be like fuck yourselves and these soldiers are firing at them with their fucking rifles and, like, all that stuff. Like, pew, pew, pew. And the rifles, you know, aren't doing shit. Just pissing them off. Dude, what are you going to do? Not shoot? I get that. <laughs> you know, you're going to do the thing that makes you feel safe. Where it's like, oh, my God. Just drop and run. This, like, ab- this absolutely needed a moment where one of the guys ran out of bullets and he throws his gun at King Ghidorah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, just that classic <laughs> Superman move where it's like, oh, bullets won't hurt him. I bet throwing an object will. <laughs> um. It's the goofy, campy shit in this movie that I really like. Yeah. Yeah. Bradley Whitford didn't do it for me in this movie, though. Who's Bradley Whitford? He was the... Uh, you don't know who Bradley Whitford is? Get is out of here. You're fired. Goofy, You're off the show. Is he the quippy scientist? He was a quippy scientist. I liked yeah. him. I, so I like Bradley Whitford in general as an actor. Like, there's very few roles where I don't like him in. Yeah. This one, this it one seemed like it was written for a younger man. 
I just I'm hated just the whole hollow earth things because like so the one you thing didn't like that most, Godzilla lives in Atlantis. <laughs> well, no, no, okay, no, no. I didn't mind that. I'm like, all right, cool. That makes that makes sense. You know what I mean? I like that they were the original. I like that story arc where they were the original gods yeah. and that Gadir was something that fell from the sky. I loved that without Abby actually having to see it. I love that we could get that type of like story yeah, yeah. without it having to be its own movie. So I thought that was like wonderful. I just like hate his character that he's like a, like um, a freaking like paranoid like conspiracy theory kind of guy because I hate like the hollow earth theory like with a passion. What I really hate is the flat earth theory. Let's not get started on that. Oh, I sure. fucking hate that with a passion. Yeah. But it's like I hate that. That just every time he came on, I was like, oh, this fucking guy. Every time he showed up on screen. Yeah. Yeah, if he, the way I don't know, it just it wasn't the right part for that actor. It is, I hate that whole like it was in the commercial, and I was hoping it wouldn't make it into the movie, but it did. Where it's just like, oh my god, Zilla. and I'm like, that's so fucking stupid. That's yeah. like, but that would be me if I were in this movie. Maybe that's why. I that's don't why like I it. love that. Like, it's just, a, <laughs> it's just a solid quip. I just I don't know. Yeah, it was, the, it was um, you can't take these movies seriously. There's they're giant monsters beating each other. No, I, I I agree with Casey. It, like, it's not a matter least... of taking them seriously. It's a it's a matter of having I think the right person in the right part and having it written better than I don't know an X Men movie. Uh, yeah, I don't know. My bar for Godzilla movies is very, very low, man. There's a lot. I agree. I agree with Casey like wholeheartedly. Like Godzilla movies are meant to be campy and cheesy, but you know you're gonna have a good time. There was one movie I remember seeing where it had an MMA fighter. I don't remember which one it had. Um, it's Final or, Wars. It's Don was, Fry. Don he's Fry. The, yes, he's thank the, you. He's yes. the submarine captain with the fucking katana, katana. shit. Yeah, and he's fighting I, all these like mutant karate guys, and he's like, "Yep." He sucked. And I'm like, and the, yes! and the cheesiest part about it were like, there were like these bad guys who were like Neo clones basically from the Matrix and they were just wearing like the leather jackets and they had the sunglasses and they wouldn't look at people when they aimed their guns. It was like the cheesiest so goofy. fucking thing Final on the planet. It was a total goof fest. But it was wonderful. It was, it was wonderful. But that's the thing. So, the camp in this movie is not wonderful. There is wonderful camping in this. Don't get me wrong. They didn't capture that here in my opinion. Yeah. I'll give you that. True. Listen, let's true. speed past these humans and move right on to the climax. You got a two-on-two monster fight. Yeah. Yep. Ghidorah versus Godzilla. Mothra versus Rodan. Yep. Mm-hmm. Rodan gets stabbed right in his chest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does. And it survives because he's a badass. Mothra tanks a, a huge blast for her mans, mm-hmm. and her she turns into glittering, glowy dust that supercharges him. Right. And I, then I, what I do we said? Like I, I. Well, because she was kind of Seeing Mothra get hurt, I was like, oh, man, that's not cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I fully expected Mothra to get fucking blasted into oblivion. That's yeah. like her thing. Um, yeah. Oh, got to kill off the one major female character in this movie, though. <laughs> Bullshit. No. Um, that's not and true. Then, Eleven and then survives. No, oh, no. I mean, monster people. The monsters are the main characters. Everybody else is a people. Hey, people are people, too. No. Hey, hey. The Ken Watanabe scene got me. That, yeah. that kind of fucked me up a little bit. Yeah. That was well done. Yeah. Ken Watanabe is a good actor no matter what you put him in, pretty much. I, I, he it, really took this. I think Dr. his Sarazel. death was a little rushed, though. It's fine. What do you mean? Like a, so, I mean, I wasn't going to get into this until a little bit later, but I don't. I think this should have been the third movie, not the second movie. What would you have done for the second? Oh, wait, Kong. You know what? I would have done what they're making the third movie as the second movie. 
You would have done Kong versus Godzilla as the second exactly. movie? Exactly. Because what that does is that establishes right off the bat, you don't have to rush through, that there are other Titans. Oh. And then it's not as big a surprise. It's not just like, you don't have to explain anything. It's just like, yes, I know there's more Titans. Then we can get into more monsters instead of yeah. having shitty human exposition. And then that, that way you, you could even have, and this is the big thing with this movie. I had heard somewhere, I don't remember where, that there was a potential or that King Kong was mentioned or in this movie. And I didn't want to look up if he was in the movie because then that would spoil when he showed up for me. And that would right. be less of a big reveal. I also didn't want to look it up because I knew if he if I knew he was not going to be in the movie, then I wouldn't go see it in theaters. So like a double edged sword on that one for me. And I would also be very disappointed in the movie, which I kind of was like, I really just wanted Kong versus Godzilla as the second movie. Well, you'll get it now. I'll get it as a third movie. But I, it's just like imagine you have one more movie with Ken. And you get to see his character grow just a little more and fall in love with him just a little more. Yeah, but and then again, have the same already, ending. You already don't like the human parts. Why? I do like him. I but do he's, like him. Well, no, it's, it depends. He's, it depends on how the human parts are done. Yeah. Ken Watanabe is a good part. He, Granted, they gave him like cheesy lines here and there, yeah. but he is a good part of the movie. Yeah, I just, I don't know if, if that's what your main focus should be. I mean, really. like, so his level of camp is like the perfect because he's, he's like he's just that one line he's got that accent and he says like the most ridiculous stuff but it just sounds fucking amazing coming out of his mouth his delivery is on point <laughs> are right? you suggesting sir that godzilla would be our pet no no we no, would, we be, would be, his. be his yeah it's, well, it's like that shit. It. that's amazing like that's yeah. what i want not this oh my god Zilla. It's like with it's his accent, anything line. he says will sound amazing. Exactly. Like, what kind of order do you want? I want a number four. Ooh. Do you want it with cheese? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go back to the best part of the movie. No pickles. Which I'm is, allergic. they had Burning Godzilla. Yeah. Yeah. Burning yeah, Godzilla, Super Godzilla from 1994's Godzilla vs. Destroya when he's absorbed way too much nuclear energy and he's literally going to die. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um... You have your supercharged red blast Godzilla where he's so goddamn hot, he's melting the skin off of King Ghidorah so cool. just by walking near him. Yeah. The world is And again, around with him. that gangster walk. He's just oh. walking up like you can hear like nothing but a G thing baby playing as he walks up. What a way to finish it. And then he just eats him up and cooks his head from the inside yeah. out. Mm-mm-mm. That's what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Great. Too bad there was a head somewhere else in the world. Oh, there sure was. That is probably going to grow into dun, another dun, one. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, either it grows into a new one, or here's my theory. They use it to... Oh, boy. Based on 1991's Godzilla vs. King Ghidorah, which yeah. featured Mecha King Ghidorah. Uh -oh. No way. Yeah, I think they're going to do the reverse, where they have one organic head and everything else is robotic. And the or, organic head is the stupid Kevin personality. It's totally... Yeah, well, it is the Kevin head. So yeah, no, it's, it's amazing. It's, per, it's totally perfect. <laughs> or, or you do the cool thing, yeah. and where the original Heisei, you know, the 90s Godzilla era of Mecha Godzilla is based on Mecha King Ghidorah, right? Mm-hmm. And they're so good at combining all these different ideas of, and all the different versions of each monster into one. Mm. What if Mechagodzilla is in the third movie and he has the brain of King Ghidorah as like mm. his operating system? So he's kind of like the third Mechagodzilla that had Godzilla's skeleton inside of him. 
So you kind of have a little bit of both of those Mecha Godzillas combined into one Super Mecha Godzilla. But he has the brain of Kevin, though. But he yeah. has the brain of Kevin. But he's Kevin. He's Kevin. Listen, Kevin could have a mean streak. I, look at him. He he does not. Listen, he may be dumb, but he could have a mean streak. He's just Plus along for the ride. Like you know, computer assistance. Yeah, you know, you know what, Casey? I have a mean streak also. When it's a, and it's when you slap a cheeseburger out of my hand. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's it's. It's depends on the mean streak. Come man, on, you know? cuz. Come on. <laughs> like, if you want to piss me off, like, slap a pizza out of my hand when I'm carrying it. Then you'll see a b- angry Dave. But again, it's not a mean streak that helps, does it? Yeah, it's true. Um, yeah, I, I think that this movie should, should have been the third one, in all honesty. Listen, but it was still pretty good. I it's mean, still solid. I, I'd, I give it a, it. I'd give it two thumbs way, way up. I'd give it like a thumb up. Like, two thumbs up is kind of stretching it. Out of all the Godzilla movies you've seen, yeah, including 1998's Hank Azaria's Godzilla, yeah, Worm Guy, the where, Worm Guy. Where would you put this? Oof. Is it like middle of the road for you? Because I don't see any way that this isn't. So I think this the is the best my, Godzilla film. This is so far my favorite Godzilla movie, but that doesn't mean it gets two thumbs up automatically. That's fair. But like it, so human parts forgettable, um, except for. You know the, the few characters we mentioned. The action was amazing. the The fact that they got so much personality in, I would say, the main monsters that were featured, is really like great. The only one I didn't get any personality off of was the Mastodon. Yeah, you just walked around. You were just kind of there. Yeah. But like you know, you you had you had King Ghidorah with the Kevin head and like the two nasties. You had Rodan who was just like. Immediately, bitch. we get the personality right he out. He was Starscream. Him. He's Starscream. What a sneaky bastard! He's he's not even Starscream's just too badass to be him, though. I think. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Like Rodan did some pretty cool shit in this, dude. But like, it's all just like he didn't. He he did badass things, but only because they're a, a side effect of like things that he's already doing. Rodan's contract was to be a badass for one film. (laughs) (laughs) Um, See, Rodan was just phoning it in like everybody in the X-Men movies. Yeah, there you go. That's it. There you go. Uh, Godzilla alone, his walk, his facial expressions, just like the fact that he was on the human side, but it was like a temporary alliance. And they make sure that you know that. Very true to form. They capture all of this very well and it is a great monster flick it's not my favorite monster fight in cinema though i will say that in movies what i still think nothing got me as hyped as and this is the weirdest movie to pull us out of um edward norton's the incredible hulk the last fight with the abomination in the incredible hulk what that's amazing casey it's amazing It's so I mean, good. it's good, but it's I don't even know if that's a <sighs> giant monster movie. I don't know, I man. So sure you, I, love, I was as so much sure as I love Hulk, Pacific Rim. Yeah, Pacific with Rim. With the I, boat, I, I, he hits him with a boat. I would go Pacific Rim. As much as I loved Incredible Hulk, Pacific Rim was the like, like epitome monster fight, at least for like the current era. That's sure. like the monster bar for, Yeah, like, but I'm I'm saying for me that just like got me excited, and I had to see it over and over and over and over and over again. None of those movies did that for me. I think maybe it's because I was expecting it. I'm not expecting someone to throw the Hulk through a, a building. True. We kicked him through a building. Kicked him yeah. through a building. Which is even more like derogatory towards the Hulk. Yeah. It, it was just, <laughs> and it was also before all of these movies as well. 
True. True. It, it just had, I don't know. You just felt the punches in it, and you don't really feel that in these big movies. Listen, that felt like a Hulk movie. I'll tell you. But yeah. Giant monsters got to be on another level. I did like real, and I hulked it also just to bring it back. Was um when good when Ghidorah and like Godzilla like slammed into each other, the shock wave they created, yeah, sort of a couple buildings. Cool. When he pushed that, him, that was through a dope. building. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god! Come on. Yeah. That's hype as hell. Who do you think? And I just love. I, I, and it sounds so stupid to say, but I love that Godzilla has hands because he can just yeah. grab a motherfucker's face and just yeah. slam it into something or slam it into something else, like. I don't, I don't, I don't care if he doesn't punch anything. That's fine. He doesn't have to. He's just grab and bite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I love that he's just grabbing and slamming shit. And like, he doesn't have little baby couch. arms anymore. He's got, he's got a little bit of heft. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, he's been bulking he's up. He's a chubby he's got boy. Arnold but, arms. but he's got, he's Godzilla has dad bod now. <laughs> Hulk, 20, versus, 20, Hulk versus Godzilla. Godzilla. Who wins? Hulk, uh, Godzilla. What? He's basically indestructible. Nah, get out of here. So is Hulk. I don't think the Hulk could lift him. What is he going to do? All I'm going to say, book, book wise. He got a decent, he got a decent shot on Surtur in the movies. And I'll give you Surtur's kind of a big kaiju. But do you really think that he could have taken down that man mountain of a Clancy Brown in Thor Ragnarok? Yeah, absolutely. No. Absolutely. Definitely. But Casey, big monster. Big monster. Big monster. No, (laughs) I'm saying, all I'm saying, Godzilla eats Hulk. Hulk punches his way out. Yeah, maybe. That's true. That's all I'm going to say. And the radiation would give him... Would, would the radiation give Hulk power? It's not the same... Not Who, who's to say Godzilla, w- by eating the Hulk, wouldn't absorb the Hulk's radiation? Oh. Mm. Mm. That's right. Didn't think of that with your galaxy brain, did you? No. <laughs> um, the, but the real question versus... The third movie is going to be, it's confirmed, Kong versus Godzilla. Who wins? Uh, I don't know. This is the real. I was having this conversation at work, and I was like, I really need to ask you guys this. All right. So statistically, yes, Kong is much smaller, but yeah, it was the 1970s, and he was and he wasn't fully grown. We're assuming mm-hmm. in this movie, it's Kong from Skull Island. It's oh wait, so as he is tiny, tiny Kong, Kong's not that small in Skull Island, was he? He's a lot smaller than Godzilla. What's Kong's got to be at most 50 meters tall. Godzilla's easily 100 meters in these movies. Let's He's see. twice as big. So, listen, if you're if we're assuming like the director is assuming that they will be of equal stature. Yes. Kong's got the reach. Yep. Kong's got the agility. Yep. Yep. On the other hand, Kong is very flammable and Godzilla has atomic breath. <laughs> so, uh part of me wants to say vindicated by history, give it to Kong. Yeah. Because he won the original fight that they had. The one fight they've ever had. Yeah. He won that one. Yep. And he had cheatsy electrical powers, but it happened. <laughs> um, also, because Kong had a better solo movie. Yeah. I guess. That's fair. He deserves it a little I, more. I will say you're right. So just a quick Google will show that Godzilla, the 2014 Godzilla, is so the one we're talking about right now, right? Yeah. Is 300 feet. Okay. Kong is 100. Okay. But, Little baby. But <laughs> I will say this. Or Kong is or the well the original Godzilla was 164 feet tall as well. So not too much bigger than this Oh Kong. well yeah, but really, But anyways, I mean, but we're talking twenty fourteen. I will yeah. say this. He's bigger. Who cares? Kong is an expert climber. Yeah. He can climb up and punch climb him right the up there. He's got spikes <laughs> on his back. Perfect for climbing. 
Yeah. Ideal. I think, I mean, ultimately, it's going to depend who is the quote-unquote good guy in the movie. But I, I, I think Kong wins. He's got opposable thumbs. I just don't know how he's going to hurt him. Godzilla's a motherfucking tank. Yeah. That's true. But we don't, you also don't know the strength of Kong either. That's true. Size that's true. doesn't equal strength. I, I imagine we'll pick this up in episode number 220. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm very, like like I've said before, I'm very excited for Godzilla versus Kong. It's it's just a classic fight. Like You, you don't get any more monster movie, in my opinion, than that. And that crossover event. Yeah. Yeah. All Unless right. you have Godzilla versus Pacific Rim, which would blow everybody's goddamn mind. Can you imagine? Oh, my God. Let's, let's just take a side note. Can you imagine if... It's Godzilla versus Kong, and then all of a sudden, some fucking giant robots come out of nowhere. Some Pacific <laughs> Rim Jaegers come out of the water to like police it and stop. Honestly, them. if you gave me Kong versus Godzilla, and you have Mecha Godzilla show up in that movie, yeah, to like beat the both of them. But but you could even take it a step further too and give it a a, a moral to the story where Mecha Godzilla is the one that goes crazy and starts threatening all of humanity. And they both have to stop. And they have to team up and maybe do a little, That'd be maybe cool. a little fist bump maybe. Oh. <laughs> Dude, don't tease me. No, no, no. Then, fuck that. And they do a fastball special. It's basically like Godzilla okay. like swimming into battle, fucking like King Kong riding on his back who's and shit. The, who's the fastball? Either way, it's, it's amazing. It I don't think matter. Godzilla could pick up Kong because he does have kind of little chubby arms. Can you imagine if Kong picks up Godzilla? Oh my throws? god! <laughs> and he just he curls into a ball. It doesn't matter who's the fastball in this special. It's amazing uh, regardless. It kind of matters. Um, I just want to. Since we're kind of wrapping it up a yeah. little bit, I, I just would like to say, just because we're recording on the date, yeah. happy birthday to Amber, uh, the biggest Godzilla fan that we know, probably. Adam Bomb Amber. Uh, she helped start this show a way, way long time ago. Um, and yeah, happy birthday. I have a question. Yeah. Who's Amber? Hey! You're a piece of work. Gotta ruin everything, Greg. And with that, that's going to be all of the time that we have for You're tonight. You're terrible. This has been issue number 190 of the Bad Cody Funky Podcast. I want to go ahead and take a brief moment to thank everyone who uh, joined us tonight. Again, we record these live, twitch.tv forward slash Bad Cody Funky, Thursday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm going to go ahead and say hello to Soul Gutter Guy Adam. Good to see you as always. We had Sergio showing up in chat, maybe from the office, maybe not. I'm not going to blow up a spot there, but, you know, good to see him. He was at the strip club. He's at the strip club, of, of course, obviously. We had Rutu showing in there for quite a bit. And as always, we had all the lurkers. If you want to be immortalized on the internet, just come in and say hi. All you got to do is say H-I and then enter. It's the enter part that's important. That stops you from lurking into participation. Um, remember, if you're coming into this show live a little bit late, you can always find these shows uploaded uh, and edited for your auditory pleasure on pretty much anywhere you get a podcast. We're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify, we're on Google Play, we're on SoundCloud. Uh, you can check out the the VODs on Twitch.tv after the fact. There's no excuse to miss any of these shows. No uh, excuse. There's no excuse. There's literally no excuse. Everyone, 
We'll see you next time, or we'll see you another time. We love you, everyone. Good night.